You're a funny guy, Sally. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. And the beat. What do you want to tell <laughs> me now, tough guy? Podcast. I said, Bing, what are you no, going at? I tell you to go fuck out. your mother. Oh, is he supporting us? Yeah, it's okay. Bro. It's fine. It's easy. You don't trust me at all, do you? I tell you what. You make it through tomorrow without killing anybody. Then I'll start trusting you. Fair enough. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you did. I lied. All right, it's a gloomy day in Gotham City. This is Kill You Last. <laughs> I'm Peter Garacci. I'm Alex Pashera. That's I'm, a sexy-ass intro, I'm Peter. Dean David. Yeah, our guest Dean. Hey. Funny that I mentioned Gotham, huh? What a dink. I know, Since right? we are talking about... What, are, what movie were we talking about, Dean? We're going to talk about the Batman 89 film. The original Batman? Yes. Well... The- Oh, the original, not Adam West starring yeah. Batman. The original Batman this is the movie. Beginning. Be- no, they made, a, they made a movie with uh, the TV cast in the 60s. And I'm wrong again. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Everybody, th- no, this is the Batman movie. Right. Yeah. It's well, the only one called Batman. Yes, it is. It's the only one called Batman. But everyone refers to it now, Batman 89. Yeah. Because. Because of the Dark Knight? Yeah, because it's too. That's a, that's a, the reason I picked this movie is because I don't know a lot of '80s films to do this podcast, but I know Batman, and I know Batman is I know a lot about Batman. Yeah, so I think we could have a whole thing about stay it. Stay closer to the mic, Dean. Sure. Also, Peter, you're breathing into the mic. Oh. By the way, I'll stay further from the mic if you. <laughs> I stay mean, cl- you're you're fine. Just like, don't I'm, breathe. I'm directly. like leaning in to get Dean to get closer. And to it's the not mic. close it's, enough. I'm just listening in my headphones. I just hear. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Bum, bum. It's really gross. Um, yeah, so Dean, uh, we've had a run of uh, guests who are younger than the movies that they picked. So yeah. you are also yeah. one of those. Right. So I'm curious, you're, one, tell us a little bit about yourself and what, why this movie and you know how you, how you got to know this movie. Okay, so I got to know this. I grew up with, I guess like how, I guess in your life, Batman 89 was probably like the definitive Batman movie, yeah. right? So it, was for, a, it was a huge deal when it came out. Right, so for me, mine was The Dark Knight. Yeah. And I grew up, that was my first exposure to Batman was The Dark Knight. And I got obsessed with that movie. And then I got obsessed with Batman. And then I've pretty much seen everything Batman related since that, including this movie. And because it's, uh, because I saw this movie after I saw The Dark Knight, my opinion of it isn't that it's a particularly great Batman story. This movie? Yeah. Because even before this movie, there was already a character for Batman. Like there's already an idea. Oh, of course. And that he's a fleshed out character before this movie gets made. Yeah, and I don't think this movie uh, particularly follows that uh, identity of him. Like he kills. That's one thing in this movie. Batman kills. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is totally not a Batman thing to do. It's his only thing. Yeah, that's that's so, not a bad point. So it's funny because I I when I this movie came out and it was a huge deal when it came out. It was like the first like. When I was a kid, we had the Superman movies, mm-hmm. which were amazing. I lo- the first two Superman movies with Christopher Reeve, I think, are still to me are the best. The original Superman, Superman people yeah. say I haven't seen it, but people say is like a masterpiece. Amazing. Yeah. I just okay. went, I just went back and rewatched them recently, and they hold up. Christopher Reeve is great. The villains are great. Mm-hmm. They're like, and, and and it's funny. I'll, I'll I'll circle back to it, but. It's funny because the whole point of the Dark Knight, the Christopher Nolan Batman's, is that it's like reimagining. Batman being the being more dark, more dark. based on the Frank yeah. Miller comics. But the funny thing is, this Batman movie was supposed to be doing that to begin with. 
And then 20 years later, it wasn't dark enough. So they had to go back and make it even darker. So that's what I mean. That's the point. These movies, this Batman was made at a time when superhero movies were popcorn-y and yeah, too, too yeah, bright and too happy. Almost. And then there was, you know, I, I used to watch Incredible Hulk, the TV show, like reruns when I was a kid. There was a Spider-Man show in the 70s for a little Spider-Man, while. Which was really the cartoon Spider-Man. One. No, no, it was a live action. Yeah, a but it was like real, like... Yeah. Was that the theme song? I think so, That's like his theme song. But that's exactly... No, but they used to play that... Yeah. Like with the horns and very lighthearted, bright colors. The Incredible Hulk TV show was great and i recommend really? going back and watching like lou frigno plays the hulk and bruce banner the uh, what's his name oh god i can't think of it. oh bill bixby was mm. a great tv actor like had been around a long time plays bruce banner it's a but it, it's a very 70s show right. it's like every week like he gets into a new adventure in a new town he's got to like rescue the orphan or something like that and then when he gets angry he turns into the hulk right. for like two minutes of every episode i've seen parodies of it i've actually never seen the show the show is I mean, again it's very dated it's very 70s but it was great and as a kid i watched his reruns so this movie was like so cutting edge mm. at the time because it's like oh my god 89 batman yeah, yeah it's yeah. like oh my god you're gonna have jack nicholson who's a huge movie star playing oh, yeah. in a comic book movie which had never done michael keaton was a huge movie star doing Still a is. comic big movie and he can never michael keaton can never escape batman even See, like even he's been he, in so many goddamn movies. i know but dude even birdman like an oscar nominated movie is well, based on the idea that he was batman yeah that's well, yeah. hilarious to me so i i went back and I, I watched this movie just now and i hadn't seen it probably since it first came out i don't love it I, and I okay it, i agree or we all don't as like a it movie, <laughs> yeah, it's the first time this yeah. has so, happened <laughs> so and and it's funny because we we had talked about possibly doing Batman Returns, which is the sequel to this movie, yeah. in yeah. an earlier episode. So I had already just rewatched that. And my thing is, I don't like uh, I have a I I I have a problem with Tim Burton. And Tim Burton Some always people, has these like great do. sets, and he's always got these like funky ideas. Very Beetle, Beetlejuice is a masterpiece. I like Beetlejuice is amazing, and he did it with Michael Keaton, which mm-hmm. is why Michael Keaton and him together made Batman. He looks like the Joker in that movie. Yeah, in a funny way. Yeah, he is, yeah. he's playing. He's playing the same kind of character. Exactly. Yeah. But as like drama, like the plot, the story, like I'm not in. Like I don't care. Like I don't. Well, it's a yeah. lot of spectacle. And at the end of the day, this is my problem really with all superhero movies. Is at the end of the day, I don't really care. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm not involved. It's like, all right, I know. I kind of agree end. with you about every superhero movie, which I guess the general public totally disagrees with us. Here's the thing with based the, on box office numbers. Here's right? the thing with uh, Batman, 80, Batman in general is that it's supposed to take place in like a '50s era, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and you can't do that forever without it seeing like you can't have smartphones and also guys wearing suits and fedoras all the time. What do you mean smartphones? Like, of course, they didn't have eighty nine. But didn't now, have when smartphones. they yeah, but like when they oh, I see what you mean. Like so, in the new movies, like Dark Knight, people don't dress like that anymore. Like no one has like you know, no one's like wearing a fedora and right, they got like right. Their, they made it modern, right? So like, but still, that's what's good about Batman eighty nine. It's like the one good thing about it is that it looks like the Gotham that you are supposed to uh, yeah, envision. Right, 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 right. And I think that's what's good about Christopher, uh, not Chris, uh, Christopher Reeves is Superman. That's a, that's an amazing Superman movie because it it, it looks like. It's so campy, but it makes sense to Superman. Yeah. Now it's hard yeah. to make because now they want to make Superman realistic, which is hard to do. Well, they tried making Superman like dark. That yeah, flopped tremendously. They literally yeah. tried to copy the Dark Knight. They even yeah. made the movie name the cooler version of Superman. 
like say the, the man, man of steel yeah. as well. which and Dark i Knight. at the end of the, i'm, I'm so like true. i'm just like it's waiting so i'm just waiting that. for like a happy bright superhero like i would be so happy to be a superhero well, like i was a kid i used to imagine being spider-man i used to imagine being superman I would be having the fucking time of my life. The fact that these guys are like all dark and like it's so hard being a super. Oh my god, my powers! What up? It's like enough already. Enough. Come on. I know you would think you'd enjoy being able to like lift a building. As much as I agree with Peter's point, I do think the image of a happy Peter in a Spider-Man suit jumping around (laughs) from building to building wouldn't be a great movie. I literally, I (laughs) I actually, it would be a great movie. Once a month, I think I imagine what it would be like to climb the outside of buildings. That's that's really the only thing I want. Yeah, Spider-Man's cool, Who doesn't want that? I mean, the new Spider-Man's pretty like a... Happy it's actually a, yeah He's yeah that fun. guy's the, the the British dude what's his name uh, he's a young kid oh, I forgot his name wow. yeah, I, I'll look Tom look Holland yeah Tom Holland I haven't, I haven't seen the movie I've, yeah. I've heard that that's the one I should see because he, he is every, yeah, every it Spider-Man. isn't a dark thing he's a 15 year old kid he is Peter Parker Peter Parker is like yeah it, there's a little bit of darkness to the story but all in all I've heard that it's a pretty lighthearted film I haven't seen it either yeah but, I don't think it's a good Spider-Man movie because it's so involved in Marvel's world but I think it's a good yeah movie I haven't seen it I'm okay. gonna say I, I disagree with Michael Keaton so Michael Keaton was a huge star from my childhood and I was actually looking back at his IMDB to, to see if I actually was like remembering correctly when mm-hmm. these movies came out Jack Frost he well no this is I'm talking about 80s no, so so he again he was I think Batman actually ruined his career he, like Michael Keaton started as a stand-up comedian right really? was actually yeah. a, a working oh, successful working. comic which oh, is like fuck. if anyone out there like we're all comics and I'm sure a lot of people listening are comics but the people who aren't Yes, there's a lot of stand-up comedians in in America or whatever you want to call it, but there's not ever at any one time a lot of working career stand-up comedians. Guys who are on TV doing stand-up. On TV making their living just doing stand-up. I mean, it's... A hundred, and then back then it might have even been like, yeah, less than a hundred, yeah. really. So it's pretty amazing that Michael Keaton yeah. started as a professional stand-up comedian, and he, he's one of those wow. guys. And it was like he's one he of those guys that wow. started as a comic actor and kind of became more serious, right. like right. like same thing with Tom, Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks was starring yeah. in like sex comedies in the eighties, which is right. so and, strange when yeah, you think about it. Yeah, uh, Bachelor Party is a fucking great eighties yeah. right. sex comedy, but um, yeah. So Michael Keaton, then it, the thing about this Batman movie is you lose what makes Michael Keaton great. Like Beetlejuice is him being like, basically like it's a just anarchy. Mm-hmm. He's right. just playing this crazy character and he's having a blast. And he's like doing what Michael Keaton is great at to become Batman. You lose all of that like vitality. And he's just like playing this, like, again, this heavy, like, yeah, sad, Oh, man. it's so I'm rich. God, I got a call. Oh God, it must be so it's like you lose what's fun about Michael Keaton. Well, yeah, he had one funny scene in the movie, right? Like, in Batman, where he Which was like, scene? where he was like confronting the Joker, and he oh, was with like, the, well, "What are you looking at?" Like, so uh, it's so funny you mentioned that because I was thinking that was the one like quote unquote Michael Keaton moment in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Is when he does like his like Michael Keaton scream, like, "Oh yeah, you wanna come on, come and get me." Yeah, come like, and he get does me. like a, he he picks up the poker from the uh, the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I was literally like, "Oh, that's the one time in this movie that he has like any like blood coursing through his veins." It's and like, even that, it's true, he's very. That, yeah. Even for a dark guy, he's it's just char- low energy. But it's the, it's been said a million times. It's the character of Batman. Batman is not the you fun cr- character yeah, to play. Even that one Michael Keaton moment in that movie is the least Bruce Wayne moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That never happened. Yeah. Now, Bruce Wayne was confronted by the Joker. He would never just insanely yell like that. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, that's yeah. Michael Keaton goofing. But yeah, it doesn't fit in the movie, it doesn't right? Fit. And it the other thing I thought no about. Sense. 
So I love I love <laughs> I love Christopher Nolan. He's this movie stinks. Yeah. No, 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 it doesn't stink. But I, I some, some good parts. I love Nolan, and I love a lot of the Batman movies. But they're not even my favorite Christopher Nolan movies. But oh no, no, definitely not. There's great stuff in all of them, and I that that scene with Michael Keaton goofing off actually reminded me like my favorite. I think my favorite moment in all of the three Christopher Nolan Batman movies is when is when Christian Bale is kind of goofing off. One where he drives the car really fast and causes the car accident to, to yeah. stop something worse from happening. And he acts like he has no idea why. Yeah, and he he's like that. acting like he's kind of being a dick in that moment. Yeah, he's like, oh, you think I should go to the hospital? And then the other one was when he comes into the place with the like the two blonde like Russian models. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm just, hey, what's going on? Oh, Maggie yeah. Gyllenhaal, are you here? Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. That, that's, uh, that's funny in, the, in that. I mean, is that really your favorite moment? Of those the- are those are the two moments where Christian Bale is like Christian Bale. Is, yeah, I, like that's the most interesting that Christian Bale is in those movies. Absolutely to, to agreed, hundred percent agreed. But obviously, the best moments in those series is the you know oh, the Heath Joker. Ledger. Yeah, when Heath Ledger uh-huh. sticks his head out of the cop yeah, car. Come on, that's my like, one of my favorite shots in all it's of an movies. Unreal yeah, no, character. I watched. I think like okay, so I love Christopher Nolan movies, but I think my favorite one is The Dark Knight, just because I have like an. I have such a love for it. When I first discovered it, I wanted to be the Joker for Halloween, and I wanted to be the best Joker ever, so I watched that movie every single day, like, for the whole month of October, so I can, like, nail a perfect impression of the Joker. Yeah. Dean, so, Dean's not exaggerating either. No, he I really gets, did. He I've gets, probably seen it, like, a hundred times He more. gets obsessed with particular movies. The way Peter, yeah. the way you get obsessed with almost all movies. Uh, not all, but a lot of... I mean, you've of, seen a lot of movies a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. And Dean's seen... Some movies, an absurd amount of times. Like, yeah, I saw, how, I saw how Deadpool many t- in theaters at least thirty times. That's what? insane. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Wait, I used to. What? I used to not work, lying. I used to work at the movie theater, so it was free. Oh, okay, but yeah. st- but even still, still, I've never done that. He got he got mad at me for not <laughs> going to see. I think it was Disa- Ready Ready Player One or Disaster Artist. It was one of them. I love both. I, it was just because I didn't see it in opening weekend. Like yeah. I just wanted to, like you know, hang out and not. see I wasn't necessarily movie. mad. I was just upset because I had no one to go with. So I, I like I You'd saw. You'd seen it like ten times already. Yeah, but that's why I got to see it with new people because I could relive it through their experience. I that's can't. A keep, little crazy. I know, but you know, you don't you don't feel that way when you watch a movie. Like if you see it over and over, it gets you know. When you get to my age, you uh, you get tired of being disappointed by people you care about's bad reactions to movies that you love. So I would rather watch movies alone at this point because oh. the other people like don't get it. Like, yeah. it, it, there's nothing worse than being with a lady friend, say, and she doesn't like the movie that you love, and then you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Is it is that is it about me? Yeah, I mean, I've had that's happened to me once, but I saw the I saw the movie Focus with Will Smith. And um, whatever that Margot just sounds Robbie. terrible. Yeah. Is that good? Uh, it was fine at the time. Okay, but my girlfriend at the time was like, "She's like, hey, it's not that good." And I was like, "Really? I enjoyed it." And she's like, "Yeah." I was like, "All right." So I, I, that I didn't care about. I wasn't obsessed with the movie. I it's hard for I'm if I'm obsessed with the movie and I convince someone to see it with me. You've broken off like I've seen you, Dean. You you almost nearly broken off friendships from people who don't like Ready Player One. You've or, asked you've asked me about Ready Player One every time I've seen see, you. The last six times insane. I've seen you, yeah, because it's such a good movie. But it's, I mean, no, I, like, listen, it's as a movie I, guy, I'm interested. And it's funny because the only movie I ever saw in the theater twice was uh, Interstellar. Wait, you've only done that tw- tw- once? once? In your yeah, life? yeah. Whoa. I've only ever gone back to the theater. That's another surprising. Time. Yeah. I, I don't I don't go to the theater enough. I, I actually the I actually wish I went to the move went to the movies. You should, more. dude. Like, think about like when the first Star Wars came out. 
anyone that was there opening night can say that they were there. Yeah, open. yeah I, that's I wanna true. Be, I want to be that. Like, if a movie becomes, like, a national phenomenon, I want to be like, oh, I was there when it happened. Like, I've seen Bohemian Rhapsody seven times, and I don't have it. The new movie. Wait, do you still yeah. work in a movie theater? No, no, I'm just an idiot. Wasting, <laughs> wasting a ton of money. I mean, it's how much money for a movie ticket in like here? 15 bucks. 15 bucks plus Insane. snacks. <laughs> so I, um, I'm the same age as Heath Ledger would have been. And I remember, because I mean, he was 28 when he died. And I remember, like, I was working in a restaurant, and my, my manager goes, oh, dude, Heath Ledger just died. And I was like, what? I yeah. was crushed. Like, I couldn't believe, I was just, you know, again, at the time, I was, like, going to acting school and, like, working in a restaurant in New York. And here was a guy who was my same age who had everything that I wanted, mm-hmm. I thought. And for him to, like, to die in that way and, and after that performance was un unreal like it just it couldn't believe that it was true and then people were you know putting flowers outside his building on broom street for like for months and it was it was um, it's like i don't know it's still it's what a tragic thing it i remember tragic. where i was when that yeah i remember hearing that information that was because we all knew immediately it was like a suicide or something or an oh, overdose i remember yeah. the first thing i heard about it was that it was a suicide and i was like what no it was uh people think I, there's this rumor that like the joker killed him like inside his brain like he yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. he's having dark right. thoughts right. well that's not what happened he got he he'd already been over the role he'd moved on to a new role he just this guy had a lot of anxiety if you look at if you know anything about heath ledger he's a very anxious human being yeah had a lot of uh you know uncomfortability with life he did a lot of antidepressants and then one day he just took too many and then he died it was an accident it wasn't like yeah. he killed himself it's always the prescription meds that kill him yeah and then yeah, and I don't know. I think if he was still alive, it's actually a shame because I feel like if he was still alive, he'd be known for more than just. The oh Joker yeah, of at course, this point. of course. Like, he'd probably be like you know the next. Uh, but speaking big of deal. the Joker, so Jesus. at that time in 1989, it was a huge deal that Jack Nicholson played the Joker, Absolutely. and he was like you know he's the he's what re- everyone really talks about when they talk about this movie. Yeah, and yeah. he's great. Nicholson, I was thinking about it today. Nicholson may have my favorite performance in any movie ever, which is uh, him in Chinatown. I don't know if you guys have seen uh-huh. that movie, I, I love that. It's, it's 1974, and it's him not being Jack Nicholson, which is what I love about it. Yeah, to, well, that's for, rare. Well, because he <laughs> even in his movies, he's named Jack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's funny, which is so funny. Yeah, it's like he in Chinatown. He's very self-contained. He's very like angry, but he doesn't like he doesn't show. He's not over the top. Like I feel mm-hmm. like that's easy for him to like showboat. So when he has to be like contained and quiet, that's actually like the real hard acting yeah, performance for him. But I mean, I I, lo- I love Jack Nicholson. I think he's had one of the great careers ever in the movies. Without question. I think people uh, personally, I don't think his Joker is that an, is that amazing. Well, you your comparison point is to this next level Heath Ledger well, Joker. Not even Heath Ledger. I'm com- I think at I the compare, time I compare him to like the Mark Hamill. Cause I think that's okay. Because like that's a uh, the Joker he's going for is more based on the comic book. Yes, Mark Hamill. Clearly, yeah. yes, and uh, which came afterwards. But it's just a. Uh, I don't. I, I don't see a compa- I don't see a, a, a big difference in his character Jack Napier to then the joke. I didn't see like a huge yeah. thing. I didn't feel like a, this is a different person. So I now. watched. I remember watching the cartoon. I don't remember. There was a Superman cartoon too, which was really good at the time. They used to run them like back to back on TV, and I remember the cartoon being really good at the time. I didn't know it was Mark Hamill playing the Joker. Right. Um. But yeah, I remember loving the cartoon. It's funny because when when it was announced that Heath Ledger was going to be the Joker, everyone was like, "Oh my God, how how are you going to top?" Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Right. And then now it's I like, remember oh, oh my God, how are you going to top Heath Ledger? And yeah. I I mean, if yeah. anyone could do it, uh, Joaquin Phoenix might be able to top. I'm looking forward to that. I, I think, I'm interested. Th- I think Joaquin Phoenix is the best actor right now. 
And it's great, but it's, why are they? Wait, are they doing the they're Joker doing a, again? They're doing an origin yeah. story Joker movie. Just like it's not. About it's just Batman. like I do understand that if he pulls off a great performance, it could be a huge success. But it's almost like why don't they just do this type of thing with Joaquin Phoenix for another character that they haven't? Fl- yeah. Heath Ledger nailed it. Like you're not going to get much better than yeah, that. Jared Leto might, showed that that's oh, the truth. It's just so much opportunity to look bad. And yeah. Joaquin Phoenix, you're right, is amazing. But and I don't think he's going to make a bad movie. You know, I don't think he's yeah. going to be portrayed. But you know, things happen. Movies aren't just one guy acting. It's it's yeah. It's very hard to nail it the way they did with the Joker. And I just yeah. think that they try to they try to just like Hollywood gets something right. And then they try to mimic it, and it, oh, it yeah. always is less good. It's just, it's Plus, just weird the, that they movie, don't see that. The jo- I don't think Batman's in this movie. I don't think the Joker one. I, don't, I have no idea. So what the I hope f- not. I, don't think about I it. hope not. Wait, well, just, what the fuck would be the point then? Like, if I could give you guys like a, a book that I just read. Mm. So William Goldman just died, and he was a famous screenwriter. He wrote Princess Bride. He wrote a lot of. He wrote all the President's Men. He wrote a book called Adventures in the Screen Trade, mm-hmm. and uh, I ju- I've owned it for years. And then he, it was announced that he died a couple months ago, and I finally read it. And it's the book is great. It's all this like insider, like behind the scenes Hollywood stuff. But he famously said a line that like in Hollywood nobody knows anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what he means is that they don't know why it works when it works. They don't know no. why it doesn't work when it doesn't work. Yes. So everyone, nobody gets fired for doing the thing that they already did that was successful. But people get fired all the time for taking a risk and not, and it not working. Yeah. So people are afraid, right. like in right. any business now, right. because now it's like you know, you, movies. Um, you can take a risk when you're making a movie for a million bucks. If you're making a movie for fifty million, a hundred million, hundred fifty million dollars, it's yeah. very hard to take a big risk. That's, I mean, and honestly, like Nolan is the one guy that does that. Yeah. Who else besides Christopher Nolan has made all these huge original movies? Inception, Interstellar. Dunk, these are all original, original ideas, original big box office. Yeah, movies. and they've all yeah. been, and I think they're all like you know they have their problems. They're not perfect movies, but they're, I think they're, they're, all, they're all pretty good. Come in on. Yeah. in, yeah. in twenty five thirty years, the movies that people are going to be talking about from this era, Inception, a hundred percent are going to be the Christopher Nolan movies. Some of them, Definitely. I mean, I think all of those movies you mentioned are going to be mentioned. Yeah, like they're going to be remembered Forever, yeah. because they're original stories. People will remake Inception. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can see that happening. Perhaps. In 30 years? Yeah. yeah perhaps. Well, the, uh, with the rate, the way that the movies are, industry is going now, I mean, uh, yeah, they're definitely going to remake it. Yeah. And, and, um, I think the Joker movie is a risk, though, to make a Joker movie. No, it's not a risk. They're trying to, well, it, is, it, it is a risk <coughs> because of what we're saying, because yeah. what, what I, our opinions, well, but it's not a risk because they're, they're trying to copy a cookie cutter template. They're trying to make, they're, tr- they're saying everyone loves Heath Ledger's Joker, so we're going to get everyone in on opening day to see Joaquin, Phoenix, Wa- Joaquin Phoenix's Joker because they love Joaquin Phoenix. They love Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger's dead. They're going to see how he does it. And look, they're banking on just people's curiosity to see how it goes. They're not even worried about uh, – That's it's so apparent. It's so transparent that they're not even worried about the story. The, ri- the risk is this. Nobody knows when the magic ends. So, And it's funny with this Batman. So this Batman – this movie was a monster, monster hit. Then they made Batman Returns, which By the was way, also a success. Monster hit. I'm looking at yeah. it right now. They made the movie for $35 million, 1989 Batman. It made, you want to guess how much, Peter? How much money it at made? At that time? 
So so they three, made it for thirty five. I'm gonna guess like three hundred. No, three hundred million dollars. Four hundred and eleven million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Profit margin over three hundred and eighty million dollars. Yeah, dude. yeah. That's yeah. insane. But then they kept making, you know, and then Michael Keaton didn't want to do it anymore. So then they had Val Kilmer as yeah. Batman, and they had George Clooney as Batman, and then, and then the, the George it. Clooney Batman was so bad. That yeah, everyone it, it hates ruined that superhero one. movies for years, almost yeah. a decade. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't until the first X Men movie that really the superhero movies started. That's coming right. Back. I remember that. Yeah, the yes. Wolverine. George I was, Clooney even said if. Uh, if you see me and you tell me you saw the movie, I'll I'll reimburse you. Yeah, yeah. Says that it's bad. Well, that I I blame the director. Joel Schumacher is a shit director. They tried making Yo, it look like fuck Adam you, West. Joel Schumacher. Yeah, he's yeah, such crap. Fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go on his IMDb. He's made a lot of garbage. Um, <laughs> if someone's listening to this and they know Joel, let them know. Let them know that he makes gar- that I think he makes garbage movies. Um, but so I remember the first X Men. I was. Uh, I was a camp counselor at the time, and it was a, the, the camp was called the Summer Institute for the Gifted. It was like nerd camp that I was the counselor at. Mm-hmm. And we went on one of the free days we went to the movies, and I took the kids to see the first X-Men movie in the theater. Mm-hmm. And they're at the Summer Institute for the Gifted. We're in the theater with me. I'm their chaperone. And then it says, Professor Xavier's School for the Gifted. And I turn around, I'm like, you freaks! You're all a bunch of mutants! And all, these little nerdy kids are like, oh no, like what? That's so funny. It was Ooh, awesome. He I really think. has made a bunch of shit. What else did he The make? number 23, that terrible Jim Carrey movie. Uh, I forget Joel. which, there's one movie specifically that, that oh, I hate. Let me, I'm trying to remember what it was. What year, you think? Um, these are his movies right here. Bad Company. Wait, Bad Company? Oh, dude, wait, isn't that with Chris Rock? I think so, yeah. That also didn't do well. Joel, no. what are you doing, dude? Yeah, he's terrible. Can dude. you just get it together or stop? I mean, these were all his director credits. You want me to go to writer or producer? Yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. There was one movie in particular. It might have been the, a Time to Kill movie because I remember mm-hmm. loving that book and that movie was so, the movie was just so over the top. And I mean, McConaughey was great in it. That's the movie that made, that broke him. Yeah. But the movie itself is just like ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I like okay. to, people say that uh, there's a lot of contrast between The Dark Knight and 89 and that it's because it's a, like homage, like Christopher Nolan's like homaging it because he respects it. Yeah. I like to think he's mocking it. Honestly, you so? I like to think that he's making fun of how bad. Well, it is. at the I mean, at the very least, and this is again, at least the 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 Tim Burton version, like it it understands that it's a comic book. Right. The thing yeah. I have now, right, it's like the, right. they forget sometimes. It's like these are these are like childhood fantasies. Yeah. Also, what a dumb idea! Like, what a stupid idea that Joker is the guy that kills Bruce Wayne's parents. What a dumb, oh so that, see I don't know that I don't know that that much so that's not what happens in the original never in no incarnation of any comic book or series that that is the truth that creates a so, huge age gap between them oh shit you're right. oh yeah I'm all, he, when he was already an adult and Bruce Wayne was a child he killed his parents and they and somehow find Bruce, each other yeah. yeah and then Bruce Wayne grows up and then I guess now he's mad old Joker like he's a much older man. And then he turns into the Joker, and then they have like this. That that's fucking retarded. And and Bruce Wayne has no sense that this might be the guy that kills well, his parents later, until like, he says the line. Yeah, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? I love that line. That's my favorite line in the movie. It's just so stupid. Oh, that and like, wait till they get a load of me. Yeah, that's well, a great line. That's just Jack Nicholson. Yeah, he's being, being, he's being Jack yeah, Nicholson. Yeah, he's just being himself. So yeah. wait, what is the so who does kill Bruce Wayne's parents? What's the original uh, like uh, canon the, Batman story? Well, I forget the, the character that kills him in many in most incarnations isn't 
important. He's oh, it's dead. just they're it's just dead. dead. They're just he's dead. just some guy. He wanted the pearls and the money, and he got. You ever killed. see a rich couple walking in an alley in yeah, a bad what's neighborhood? Up with that like too. that's the oh, thing that too. Oh. I was like, what the oh, fuck you are you guys doing? This is one thing I noticed about the '89 Batman that I thought was hysterically stupid. It when a uh, Batman saves another kid at the beginning, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So he saves a kid, his parent, whatever, like get robbed and shit. Right. So like almost like yeah. his story. Basically, yeah. Basically, these. The, the kid and the two parents can't get a taxi because no one respects this guy. He's, like, trying to get a taxi. Yeah. He's, taxi. Like, he's like, taxi. And then, then some guy takes his taxi. He's like, ah, this is my taxi, man. And then they just drive. So that, that makes them go to the alleyway yeah. because they have to. Because there, there might be cars there that yeah, might take yeah, you yeah. home in this so, dark yeah. alley. Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking is, okay, so that happened to this guy who has no respect. In what world would a billionaire not be able to get a taxi that he yeah. has to go down this fucking alley? Like yeah, have that a car, happened to him. Have a car waiting for you. Right. Like, what the fuck? That's, That's number one rule of billionaire. Yeah. Have a car. Also, why do you need a taxi? You're a fucking billionaire. You didn't yeah. bring shit. Where's fucking Alfred? Yeah. Isn't he the Where guy? Where is Alfred? Where was Alfred that night? I don't know. They, I, like, I do like Alfred in this movie, and I can't, I can't remember the name of the actor. I think Michael, needed, Michael Goff, I think is his name. They needed exposition. So, so there's, some, there's some fun actors in this movie. Uh, I mean, Kim ba- Basinger, I love, and she's great. Oh, the girl that plays a yeah. Uh, what's her I'm name? Is it Vicky Vale? Vicky yep. Vale, I think. And um, she screams. Billy D. Williams as Harvey Dent is a great. Oh yeah, that was because at that time he was still you know he's only a couple years removed from Empire and and Jedi yeah. at this point, so he's still kind of an, that's a I, tough. But he's supposed to be the Two Face at one point. Yeah, it? well they never they never got to that point. Yeah. But um, he because I was like wait yeah wait. Because looking back, you're like, oh, Billy D. Williams. But then it's like, you know, it's again, he's like in the 80s. He's still not that far removed from the Star Wars Star movies. Star Wars, yeah. which the was guy, such a... The guy from Men in Black played uh, the Two-Face in this world. Yeah, the so, guy from Men in Black. You mean Tommy Lee Jones, <laughs> one, of the, one of the great actors <laughs> yeah. of our time? Peter's disgusted. Tommy, yeah, I, the I, guy I, from Men in Black? Dean's wait, 24. The guy from... Wait, I'm getting angrier the more I think about it. <laughs> like, I the name. fact that it's your point of reference is amazing. It's also the guy from The Fugitive, which I was three. You were it's probably also, not even uh, born. Wasn't born yeah. You weren't born yet. But wait, here's my, my No Country for Old Men. That's a but recent my, movie. Have you the, seen that one? My question is Yeah, but he's not like the is guy. Is he Harvey that. Dent? Like in that world also is two yeah. So they just changed his race? He's white oh, all they of just, a sudden? Yeah, they just, just it's movies, man. You can do whatever you want. That's stupid. Um what was I gonna say? Um no, I, I did like I did like them using Billy D. Williams. I did like them using um, uh, Kim Basinger. So Robert Wool, who's the the newspaper reporter, uh-huh. is another one. A guy who was like around for a long time. I actually have a, a story for him. I was uh, the first night I ever did Dangerfields. The next day I was managing my restaurant that I was working at. It was a Tuesday at Tao. Yeah, Tuesday afternoon, and Rob, <laughs> and Robert Wool was having lunch. It was very very quiet, and I I said, oh, you know, Mr. Wool, I just want to say hi. You know, nice to meet you. Blah blah blah. And I said, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a comedian. He go, and I just did uh, Dangerfields for the first time last night. He goes, oh, he goes, I used to write for Rodney. He goes, I used to live in that club. He goes, I was in there all the time. Oh. He goes, one night I was in there, and and Frank Sinatra was in the audience wearing a tuxedo because his son was singing on stage. Whoa. And I was like, wow. I was wow. like, I was like, nobody wears tuxedos to Dangerfields anymore. No, oh, it's like, yeah. yeah, times have changed. But like, it was like such a cool Jesus, the guy. And he actually said to me, he goes, um, I never forget this. He goes. Comedy is about credits. Success in comedy is about credits. And he goes, the fact that you're a, the manager here actually is a credit because that says that you're somebody and that you've accomplished something. And I was like, oh, I never thought about that way. But thank you for, thank you for saying that to me because I was always, I would always like hide. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want my comedian friends to know that I had like a legit job, and I didn't want people at work to know that I was a comedian. Right. And that made That's it so like, strange to me. I tell everybody. Oh really? All things. Yeah. I tell everyone where I work, and I tell everyone. No, but you know how it's like when people yeah, but are you like, work at Olive Garden. I know. Well, the, like, so what is that? I'm saying that my... What's the credit in that? Uh, breadsticks. 
No, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, but I tell uh, I my coworkers know I'm a comedian, and I know a couple people that are comedians that don't tell their coworkers that are comedian. Oh, I get why. Yeah. I, 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 no, I understand. I didn't why even know that was an option. I was like, "Well, we're gonna mean? lie, like just say I'm not." No, it's just it's no, you just avoid it. And, it's, and I don't think it's a good thing. And I I don't I don't like that I did that. But I was like, it was like trying to keep your worlds totally. Separate, I do that you know? now. I'd say. And not 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 intentionally, really. I mean, like, but my new job I started, you know, it's a fucking advertising job. I am not broadcasting that I'm a comedian because really? then you just get this. Yeah, dude. But 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 no, I know it's people, annoying. They're like, oh, tell me a joke. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But funny. not just that. Not just that. Just like everything. They start thinking about you in a certain way. Like, oh, he thinks he's better than us or stuff. Yeah, I do. Think they that get they, think they totally they totally do that. Well, not everybody is rooting for you. No and one some, is, and some so. people and some people who are miserable in their lives don't exactly. want, don't want to hear that you're actually pursuing yeah. your they used to, that's exactly it and literally everyone working in an office hates their life so they used to my dude like, they do a lot of my coworkers used to hate me and now they like me and I could tell they like me because now they're like it's like you can tell now that I I can tell that they didn't like me because how they treat me now that they do like me do you know what I mean like I've, yeah. I've seen two different versions of their treating me so I can differentiate the two. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now I know they like me, but they used to not like me a lot. And I don't think it's because I was a comedian. I just think, also, I, I don't know. It Are you just telling us that you're... It might just be your personality. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Maybe you just weren't liked at work. Maybe they're upset that you that you think Tommy Lee Jones is the guy from Men in Black. Yeah, maybe that's why they don't like you. I don't know. Dude, he didn't do a lot of things after uh, in my life. Like, I haven't seen a Tommy Lee Jones movie in a How old time. are you exactly, dude? I'm 23. So you were born in 95? Yeah, he's not done. He hasn't done a lot as far as... Like, I've seen yeah, because he's old. Yeah, so it makes sense that I wouldn't He really had a 30-year really career before you were born. Exactly my point. Like, yeah, you're right. You know, you're who right. Yeah, we shouldn't respect him. I think it's just... <laughs> I think he's a B-list, maybe D-list actor. <laughs> what? Yeah, Tommy Lee Stop. Jones is a D-list. Dude, I didn't know who Stop. Leonardo DiCaprio was until 2014. All right, that's what get, get I just out. didn't. I don't know things about. I don't. Believe I'm gonna give you. you. I'm gonna give you I'm a serious. list, Dean. I'm gonna give you a list. No, but I also I don't believe Dean. Because honestly, I swear to God, my I saw Wolf of Wall Street. That was the first Leonardo DiCaprio movie I ever saw in my life. Well, you missed a ton of Leonardo DiCaprio movies. Honestly, you could see Deadpool 29 fewer times and yeah. save time for other movies yeah. that might actually expand your horizons a little bit. Basketball yeah. Diaries. I yeah. seen that. I saw that after uh, Wolf of Wall Street because I was getting interested and I was like, oh okay. I want to fuck this Leo guy. <laughs> honestly, no, I don't think he's that good. Yeah, he's overrated. I agree with you. Overrated. Catch Me If You Can is a great movie. I love that movie. He's, he's pretty yeah. great. He's Come good, on. but he's not like... I don't. I never look at him and... like Because okay, some people will say things like, oh, he's famous, so it's hard to see past that. I'm like, okay, yeah. I, I didn't know who he was. And when I watch movies, I still feel like I'm looking at the same dude. Yeah. Here's I how just, I feel about Leo. Has anyone had more success look like they're having less fun? Being a huge like you mean in real life or in no? Movies? Just like his, it's like his. He's got this pain look in his face, and he's like so serious, trying to win an Oscar. He was so good in The Departed. So nah, what? I, I I hate that movie. What? That movie's really? shit. <laughs> you don't like The Departed? It's a movie. Like the minute the end of the movie had a rat walking across the railing because you're supposed to get that it's yeah, a movie about gay. a rat. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, that's and, true. And doing and nose. using and yeah, using too much. comfortably numb. In a scene about drugs, and it, and actually the the, the song is well, about heroin, well, and the, yeah. and the well, scene is coke. It's like give me, like so not all enough, right. You're saying not enough subtlety, basically. Yeah, it's just like hitting you over the head with stupid. What do you think is Zootopia? It's kind of similar. I haven't seen Zootopia. No. Is it wait similar to The Departed? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just similar. Not enough, there's no subtlety in that movie. Oh, I, that one I haven't seen. It's, well, in a kids movie, you want it. Mm, I think they could have done it without that. Like, yeah. Oh, racism's bad. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, no one's gonna watch. No racist is gonna look at that and be like, "Oh, oh finally!" But, oh, wait. Oh, I can't. 
I oh, shouldn't hate. Oh. oh, yeah. No one's going to. I don't get the point of that. Well, you know what it is. It's self-congratulatory to be like, yeah. you know, where are a bunch of people in Hollywood who made, made a movie that says don't be racist. Yeah, That's no. literally we, what and virtue used signaling a fox is. to tell this story. Isn't that yeah. great? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman 89 So be racist people That's yeah. what we're saying yeah. Don't listen to the listen, movies If your heart is racist Be racist I like the movie Fantastic Mr. Fox cause it Yeah kinda, that's a kinda, great movie Kind of goes a different route Where instead of uh, Instead of animals living together And learning that Just because you're a fox Doesn't mean you're going to kill a rabbit Like in that Like that's what Zootopia's trying to do Fantastic Mr. Fox is saying Because you're a fox You are a fox Like you cannot change Be the fox Yeah like there's a scene Where his wife is like you know, you told me you would never steal another turkey, chicken. Oh yeah, I love this scene. Yeah. And then, and he's like, he's like, why did you lie to me? And then he just, uh, he just says, because I'm a wild animal. Like, yeah. he's he just, he's not gonna fight what he is. I, I like have to go better. back and watch that movie because I have only seen that one once, and I love, I love early Wes Anderson. That's what Wes Anderson's one of his best. Yeah, uh, I mean, that, well, I mean, was I mean it like stop motion uh, that they yeah. made that with, or like a claymation. Yeah, claymation. No claymation, yeah, claymation. Yeah. Yeah, 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 which is amazing too. It's uh, unreal. This fur, how do you fur claymation? They That's did it a lot of time. Well, no, no, they made they made models. They, yeah, made they literally yeah. made it. It's fucking. Gorgeous. That's what they did for Star Wars special effects, and see, yeah. people seem to like that kind of shit when they get that on film. People love it. Yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous because it's real. It looks real. Mm-hmm. You know who worked on the, the Star Wars special effects was uh, David Fincher. Oh, yeah? Before he was a director. Dude, David Fincher's the fucking man. I yeah. love David Fincher. I love a lot of David Fincher. What did he do? Put together the, the I think snow he, like, robots? The, no, I think shit? he did like the models for... Like the Millennium how Falcon? They sh- how they shot the models for Star Wars. Like, how they special. shot them. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I don't know that that the technical aspects of that stuff, but okay. I know like the, you know they had second unit or whatever it was like filming the models and well i do know that they did build like the way that they in your day when you were a kid they used to have well we didn't have this back when we but we built our houses out of timber and yeah we we hunted for our food and we made we made movies like men and there were four channels on tv (laughs) and and fucking you had to walk in 10 feet of snow to go to school (laughs) yeah back then um they had models little boys would play with Toy models. They put yeah. models together, and I'm pretty sure. Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the Star Wars Millennium Falcon and a lot yeah. of those were actually unique, original models that yeah. these people made, which yeah. is pretty amazing. It's always more impressive. It's detail. They don't. Yeah. You know, it's, when CGI got introduced, right. they overused CGI. That's, that's come up in this podcast a lot. Is that I would like it? It because it's almost like an, a subconscious response. Like you don't even realize you're responding to see something that's right. tangible and real, even if it's fake, mm-hmm. is different than seeing something that you just know was made by a computer. And is that's that's another com- great thing about Christopher Nolan is he would prefer practical effects over yeah. CGI. That's why, and those that's why those movies will never be dated. Yeah. There's going to be a point. There's going to every yes. tech, every technology becomes obsolete. Yeah. So there's going to be a point when you know our kids kids are going to look at the cutting edge special effects of today and be like oh my god it looks like crap that's yeah, terrible yeah. you guys you guys thought it was good fun fact about uh, Batman Begins actually is that in the scene when uh, Bat- Batman's Bruce is training with the League of Shadows and he has to like hide within the ninjas to get to Liam Neeson all those ninjas are too short compared to Christopher uh, Christian Bale they're all standing on wooden blocks oh really and that'll never get dated like that you can't like say that that's a you know what I mean like that's they could have done a million ways to Avoid that, but they chose wooden blocks instead, which is kind of a cool thing. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Another thing about Batman Begins, I forgot I wanted to say this earlier. That kid in the uh, movie, like the guy that plays young Bruce, is just a, a shitty actor, I yeah. think. I hate when kids are bad actors in movies. It really does ruin Dude, it. Watch that scene again. When his parents die, he reacts in no way. <laughs> he just stands there. He looks sad. 
Like, he looks like someone took an, a lollipop from him. Like, that's not the same feeling you should have when your parents are shot in front of you. Yeah. I just, I just had a thought. So, Batman, this, this Batman, 1989, there's no Batman origin story. He's just Batman. Yeah. So the origin, but there's a Joker origin but story. The joke, but the Joker origin story is he's this guy. He's already a criminal. Yeah. His face gets messed up yes. and nothing else changes. Yeah. So it's not even an origin story. Yeah. It's like literally like – and then what's, another thing that's great about The Dark Knight is they don't explain – like the Joker is a force of evil and a force of chaos. Mm-hmm. Like Michael Caine, like the most important line in that movie is like some, some people just want to – want to watch the world burn. Yeah. Which, so, is, which is true. With, you, go on. Go because on. It's like, right. Because it's, it's, like, it's like how do you – like I'm not looking for superhero movies to explain the nature of evil to me. Like I want to be entertained. But it's, that's a great – uh, explanation because it's true and it's, it's it, relevant it re- to the character. It, reson- it resonates. Like yeah. you're not, you are not going to figure out why somebody became what they are. And actually, what this movie does says Batman became Batman because a young Joker yes. killed his parents. Yeah, which and is even not, more of a cheat. It's a cheat, and it's not the real story. As which yeah. is a great point you made, uh, Dean. Also, fuck uh, you, Tim Burton. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know what, Tim? No, it, also Tim Burton, Batman wins in the '89 film. Like he wins. Like, yeah, he, he gets love and he kills the guy. Well, that's that kills the comic book nature. Of it. Yeah. yeah, but in the Dark Knight, he loses. Yeah, he lost Rachel, and I was uh, happy about that. She's That's, like, I, I was not prepared. I, when I first saw it, I was like, there's no way they're going to kill Rachel. And they just killed did, Rachel. Did you so cry? you cried? I was like in eighth grade, so I didn't did, did you care cry? that much. But I was like, damn, it's sad. So think, this, okay. So Katie Holmes is so bad of an actress oh, she's terrible. that they replaced her with Maggie Gyllenhaal and, and nobody noticed. And Maggie Gyllenhaal is so bad of an actress that when it was like, who's he going to save? Is he going to save Harvey Dent or is he going to save his girlfriend, Maggie Gyllenhaal? I was like, Please let it be Harvey Dent. Yeah, please same. let it be Harvey Dent. Let Harvey Dent survive. Please, 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 well, please. Of course. I wanted be. her to fucking blow up because she was so bad in those movies. You thought she was bad? Oh, she's terrible. In what scene particularly? I just, it just she's in general. Not, here's, here's what it is. I don't is. think she was that bad. And people have made this point before. I think Patrice O'Neill actually made this point on Opie and Anthony. About Maggie Gyllenhaal? About her in The Dark Knight. Oh, I don't really? know. Well, he said, and I agree with him, and this is kind of fucked up, but she's a good actress, but she's not hot enough for Batman to want to save her. And it's not <laughs> yeah, a great believable. Yeah. Ra- and he said the same thing you said, Peter. I didn't even... When, in that scene, he wanted Harvey Dent to be saved. Yeah. Because geez. he didn't believe that Batman would put it all on the line. This superhero, this billionaire, would put it all on the line for Maggie Gyllenhaal. And in that sense, maybe... I mean, Katie Holmes isn't a great actor, but she is hot. Lest you believe that... Pretty hot. Lest you believe that only beautiful women get to have careers in hollywood sometimes you get to be an ugly girl but your dad is is a director and then you get to have a career too and that's the and Mag- also your brother is a very Gyllen- successful actor yeah but he also no, no, no. like they were oh, both child actors well true but also maggie gyllenhaal is a great actress uh, i, I think, think she's so. great in that movie i don't know she why. is great in that movie yeah, i don't know why you're saying she's not she's she, uh, there are definitely scenes in that movie where i'm like it's a good thing that she's doing this because the katie holmes couldn't do that scene. true true and i think she's amazing in that movie what, She's great, but it's not believable. Really, I I agree with Patrice. Unfortunately, if Maggie, if at some point in that movie Maggie Gyllenhaal turned to Bruce Wayne and said, uh, "The reason I look this way is because my dad cut my mouth with a knife," I would have believed because that's like she. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I would have 100 percent And the Joker just goes, Oh, you too? Yeah. <laughs> it's like what a weird coincidence. You know, some sometimes we don't we, you know, we don't all, all turn to evil. Some of us stay good after that happens. You wanna, oh, you wanna see how I got these saggy arms? Hey, man. <laughs> Damn, Why so serious? I didn't know anyone hated uh yeah, Maggie Gyllenhaal's character. 
I don't think her performance. I think it's just male chauvinist. Like yeah, it's probably me, Peter and Pe- Patrice. Nah, no, 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 it's not. <laughs> I, I, I don't hate her because she's a woman. I hate her because I hate no, her. No, I know. I okay. So when I first saw that movie, by the way, I didn't know. Like it was my first time ever seeing a Batman thing, so I didn't know much about Batman. So I didn't know Harvey Dent was Two Face. You mean Dark Knight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like in eighth grade or whatever, and I saw it, and I was like, I didn't know either. Yeah, so I was like, that was, that the first was a Batman genuine thing. surprise to me. Yeah, same. I was like, whoa. I don't like. I read comic books, but I wasn't like super gung ho. And I don't, but I don't remember like the plots of what the Dark Knight. Uh, well, I don't like of the, any of like of like the comic book stories. Oh yeah. And it, when people are like, "Oh my god!" But that guy is actually, I'm like, "What?" Like I don't like. I, at every time, I'm like, I'm like, "Oh, it, that guy becomes Superman." Well, because like, you're not like a com- you're you're not you're a movie nerd, I guess. But yeah. You're not like there are these comic book nerds that get really. But it's just weird to with, me like, that they can, re- yeah, the they remember story. every detail. Yeah, yeah they yeah. do. They're like, because they're nerds. That's what a nerd is. They yeah. remember every detail. I don't like that. Uh, there's certain types of fans that I don't like because they they think that they get to decide. Yeah, they take away creative work. license. Yeah, like because mm-hmm. they enjoy some because they enjoy how someone made something. They think that's the only way it should be made. Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't agree with that. Like, and they also and now they're empowered with the internet and they're ruining everything. Yeah, I saw, I started watching like movie reviews on like movies that uh, I like. Only, and I found out that a lot of the movies I used to grow up watching are like seen as horrible movies, like Aladdin's, like The Return of Jafar. Like the, I didn't know that oh, people hated that. I thought it was a fun movie. It was oh, actually, was that like the sequel to Aladdin? Yeah, it's like oh, the that one I didn't straight say. to video sequel. It's like a, <laughs> yeah. who saw that movie? I, I, I literally saw that movie before I saw Aladdin. <laughs> it has to be bad because Aladdin, the original, was such a success that how could the second, how could the follow up go straight to DVD in that yeah, time? I didn't even know straight it existed. That's yeah, how bad. Too. Well, it's actually it was actually the pilot to the show. Like it was. Oh, they were going to make a TV show. Uh, a TV show. So it's just a pilot. But I saw Return of Jafar before I ever saw Aladdin. Like, I saw it many, many times before I even knew Aladdin existed. I was a kid. I was, like, a young kid. I watched Return of Jafar all the time. And then when I saw Aladdin, I was fucking, like, blown away. I was like, the animation's better. I can see the origin of all these characters, like, how it began. That's a really great movie. Aladdin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> <written Dope>. Aladdin. <laughs> Here's a question about the live-action Aladdin. Ugh. Oh, here we go. Because, okay, so I, Will Smith. Yeah. Will Smith is the genie. the genie, but he looks just like Will. Like, the, he's not, like, a CGI character. Yeah, keep, yeah. So yeah. he's just him. He's just Will Smith. For FaceTime, I guess, right? But so my question is, in the in the Aladdin, when uh, Jafar asks to be a genie and he turns into like a genie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that going to look like in the live action movie? Is he going to become like a animated thing or is he just going to be himself with, you know what I mean? Like bigger muscles or yeah, something. Yeah, what's going to happen to the Jafar? Well, we, maybe that doesn't happen in this Dean, Aladdin. you're asking questions we don't have answers to, but I know. It's, know. Funny, it's funny you say Aladdin because when you came in here, I'm looking at you and I'm thinking you look like Aladdin. I always talk Wait, about do that. Wait, do you not know his act? Yeah, I say no. that. That's like one of Dean's jokes. My opener is that. And maybe that's what maybe I'm like subconsciously He does look like Aladdin for What is your ethnic listening. background? If I'm, I'm Israeli. Are you? I was going to say Middle Eastern in some way. Yeah, I say that my, my opening joke is that I'm a, I'm a gave up as an actor because I just didn't get all the roles I thought I would get. Yeah. So I say I, I didn't get Aladdin, especially in comparison to the guy that's playing. I'm a very muscular guy. Aladdin's supposed to be a homeless kid. And I do like a comedic like this and then I get to laugh. And I talk about the Boston Bomber and like Neve Shulman from Catfish, like all these people. Yeah, so those three people: Aladdin, Neve Shulman, and the Boston and the Bomber. Boston Bomber. You could pretty much get a good image in your head of what Dean David looks like. Yeah, if you don't know him, if you don't know, but follow, with it, follow but like, Instagram. but like nicer and friendlier with a good heart. What, <laughs> you grew up in New York? Yeah, Queens. Where in Queens? Forest Hills. I've heard of it. <laughs> it's awesome, dude. It's a good neighborhood. Yeah, no, Queens is the best. Full home of, of 
Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like the you'd... Middle Eastern Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> you could be. Uh, Dean, what else do you got going on? Uh, so January 3rd, I'm going to have a show with co-produced yes. by Alex. Yeah, me Alex. and Dean are, are going to be at the V-Spot mm-hmm. on St. Mark Street, January 3rd. That's a Thursday night? Is Thursday that right? Thursday night. It's going to be at 7 p.m. We have a, we're producing our, our first uh, aggressively chill comedy show. It's, it's called Aggressively Chill. Uh, it's only a $5 cover, and the place is going to make you get like a drink, but it's... Why wouldn't you get get a drink if you're watching? How the show? did you guys come up with the name "aggressively chill"? Because so, <laughs> Alan Fuchs. Can I say it? Alan? Yeah, Fuchs, sure, whatever. One day uh, we were talking about Alex Pajera, and then outside of show, like, yeah, to like yeah, define who he is, and he said, "You're aggressively chill," which means as if if things are not chill. If people are not being chill, Alex gets very aggressive. Yeah, you want to force other people to chill. Yes, it's, <laughs> exactly. it's kind of true. Actually. And it is. Does that all? The, like, I have I, done like that. one time we had one time we had a really bad crowd that night. That night when we were at Greenwich, we had a bad crowd and they were just shitty and they just didn't get. Like it was weird that they were even there. And it's like no comic did well, so you can't even say like all of us were bad. Like we all tried. And so as I was, I was, I was leaving, I was kind of being like a douche and I was like, "All right, guys, have a good night." And then Alex like pushed me he's like stop like because it wasn't chill and then i was like yeah that's a good way to put it alex is aggressively chill and well I, no let me explain that a little bit further because that sounds like i just pushed you for no reason you were okay you, i said i was being a douche you were you were being he was saying like he was walking out of the club after the show um and he was just like the, the audience members are still in their chairs and he's just like sarcastically going have a good night everyone bye <laughs> and i was it, and it was super like i knew what you were doing I, and I don't know if they knew and i was just like uncomfortable about how unchill the situation exactly, yeah. was so and i so, pushed you even yeah. though the show doesn't even though that name i love the name aggressively chill i think all cool shows should have two words in my opinion, I think yeah, two yeah, word. two word name is good, and um, so I thought like even though it doesn't necessarily reflect my personality, I think you're kind of aggressively chill. You think so? Well, I'll yeah. take it. When I heard that that was the name, I was like, "You guys, two of you together, that's a perfect name to marry the two of you." Yeah. <laughs> oh, so. I'd love to be married. To <laughs> it's like um, <laughs> it's sexy. like in uh, you've seen the Big Lebowski. I hope. Yeah, I've seen it. I uh, yeah, like the, the scenes where when the dude gets worked up, like that's aggressively. Chill. That's exactly right. right. That yeah. I really do feel like that's uh, the dude is in me. A lot yeah. of the time. And it's doing well. Like So yeah, the show's January 3rd. It's going to be at 7 p.m. Yep. And it's five bucks. It's, it's going to be a good show. If you're in New York, it's on St. Mark Street. At the um, V-Spot. At V-Spot. Uh, it's really... It's a great neighborhood. It's going to be a great show. We already have some ticket sales, but yeah. uh, we got to fill this thing up. So let's. Yeah, so we, we sh- can keep doing it. We should plug V-Spot. is our friend Alex Caravaggio's restaurant. Yes. Right. Funny ass comedy. It's a vegan restaurant. Mm-hmm. And they got great... Uh, get you should get the Colombian empanadas. With you know, I don't even like telling people it's vegan because it's just like the food there really is good. I'm not just sucking his dick. Like mm-hmm. the empanadas that we get for free when we perform oh, yeah. are pretty fucking <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah. So yeah, shouts out Alex. And guys, these guys these guys are working for free empanadas. What you, can you, how can you turn them down? <laughs> and also, if you want, I, I if you want, if anyone's listening, they want to keep up with what I'm doing or keep up with the shows that we will we, that we will be having. My Instagram is Dean David ninety five. So follow yeah, we'll that. put that on. And uh, iTunes, yeah, and YouTube channel. I have. I have a web series. If Is they it want to Dean check David that out. on YouTube? Yeah, just Dean David. If you can't find it, it's because I'm not that popular. There's another comedian named David Dean. Piece of garbage. I hate that guy, <laughs> David Dean. Yeah, and he's like a, like a clean comic, and he's like, oh, <laughs> he's, like he, he's yeah. like the mirror image. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, like the Maggie Gyllenhaal of your life. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I have a web series. I challenge comedians to stuff, and it's very humiliating on my part. So it's something you could check out too. Those, yeah. are all, those are all things I can What about plug. the video that I was in? That oh, was also, like a yeah, that's one of them on well, there. Well, yeah, I do some sketches, uh, but 
I don't want to make my my channel about sketches because I don't think I'd make them consistent. I don't have a way. I don't have a camera or anything, so I just I need I depend on a person to help me with that. So but there are sketches, and if you want to check those out, they're really funny. Peter's, Peter's in one, one of them. them. Yeah, it's yeah. called Holes and Socks. Check it out. But uh, yeah, January third is the thing I, I'm mainly plugging. I yeah, Dean, you're and, and do you want to uh, go through some of the the people on the show? Uh, so we got this guy Nico White. Nico White, if you don't know who he is, a very funny guy. He has a comedy album on iTunes called uh, Introducing Me. He, if you just look him up on YouTube, you'll find him first. And you know he's uh, actually known. There's no white Nico. That's well, Nico his White. Well, Nico White. That's funny. He has a yeah. Funny, his yeah. his name. So he he used to have this joke, and it just goes to show how successful he's gotten. If you Googled Nico White, you'd see uh, Asian white cats. That's what uh, that's what that means, and whatever in Japanese. Japanese. So you it's, it's Japanese hentai. Hentai, yes, yeah, which is almost like a sexual furry yeah. type fetish thing. But, he, but he's, yeah. he's up to nowadays. He's more popular. So if you Google Nico White, he'll be the first thing that comes on. So As he, opposed to yeah. Japanese fetish. So he point. wins. Yeah. yeah. Nice. But if you're into the Japanese white cat thing, just scroll I mean, down on Google. Yeah, yeah he'll be, he'll, you, they'll be if there. If you Google Dean David, there's a restaurant called Dean and David. It's I'm not getting any luck with this man. <laughs> I, I got to become real fucking popular before I start popping up first. But so Nico White's on the show. Then we got Julio uh, Gallarotti. That's a good one. He's great. Our um, host, and it's gonna be me and Alex on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Courtney Reynolds. Courtney Reynolds host. is our host. He's a great host. Caitlin Murphy. Oh, Caitlin Murphy. Overall, it's gonna be a fun show, and it's worth your time to come check it out if you want to see us. Nice. Yeah, Dean, you're one of the you're one of the hardest working young guys in comedy. He really I see, is. Oh, I see you hustling all the time. Dean's working. a hustler. I try. It's he good. gets up like every night. I, I yeah. even though people don't want him to. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it's true. It's true. No, that was a joke. No, I don't know. Some people tell me I should take a day off. But there, there you go. That's just that's just testament to your hustle, man. I I like to. It's hard to in hindsight. Like I you. It's hard for me to look at myself that way because I see other people and I think it's easy for me to look at what they're doing. Like there's certain comedians that pop into my head where I'm like, oh, that's a hard worker, and I I, I hope that I'm that for some people. I don't know if I am, but so I keep working. I, I I would think though, like you know, not that you need to take a day off, but like you got you got to live too. Like you're gonna yeah, if you want, especially if you want to have stuff to talk, talk about and about. joke about. Yeah, you got to live life so I'm too. Going, I'm going ice skating today. Nice. Later tonight? No. <laughs> yeah, I am, but I don't I don't want to. <laughs> someone's forcing you to go ice skating no i mean i'm going with my friend she's she wants to go this is how comedians are they're about to go on a date and they'd rather <laughs> it's not be even a date it's a, really not a date i just don't it's i'm it's like it it's actually yeah it's unhealthy because i do want to you'd rather be at a show yeah dude i went hung, i hung out my friend uh aaron and we went to get drinks and i thought what are we doing i was like this is the worst thing i ever did I was, and I was just hanging out with my friend getting a drink and I was like, like I, I could be standing outside of the comic strip right now I could be barking for a show I thought yeah, that'd be a yeah. better Jeez. night <laughs> comedians are psychos we're really out of our minds well, I, I feel like if I don't do something productive I'm not that, it kills me if they're I'm gonna get kicked out of comedy well like people will just yeah like I'm not I'm not good enough to take a day off yeah, I don't have any, I haven't I have no credit I haven't earned anything I'm there not paid go. so like why should I I don't deserve to take a day you know but I guess I should for like Sanity. Material. I mean, yeah. Oh, and to get material. That's yeah. true. Yeah. You yeah. become too much of the. Uh, I'm going to ice skate else. and I'm going to do some crazy shit just so I can talk about it later. That's, yeah. I base my whole life on that. Perfect. All right. <laughs> You're smiling, even though that's insane. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Peter, do you have anything? Uh, January 9th, Wednesday, FM Bar, Jersey City. My monthly show is happening first time for 2000. 19. 19 which is crazy this year is ending in 10 days i know I'm what good. a year man it's been a great year though i have to say 2018 was really i feel like it's like 
frowned upon as like it was, oh i love it oh not it's like been the best year politically economically <laughs> everything yeah, exactly. about everything I'm, I'm, I'm so happy about everything that's happening and i've had a great year so okay. well you personally actually this is like probably the worst year i've had financially in my adult life but i'm having i'm having a blast really i think this is a uh, i don't know it's not really in contrast to anything i hope i think 2019 will be dope so i'm looking forward yeah. to it no, we did. I mean, the the podcast was born in 2018. Like, I've done a lot of things I never did before. Mm-hmm. I was at Governor's Comedy Club on Sunday night and saw Louis C.K. headline. That and we never talked about that. We're talking about it right now. We could probably fit uh, this in a little bit. Yeah, I was. I went there just to hang out because on Sunday nights they normally have a showcase. Show. You went all the way out to Long Island just to hang out. Well, I've, I've done the showcase a couple times. Yeah, I wasn't booked in December. I'm like, let me yeah. just go there and show all my right. face and hey. hang out. Maybe I'll even get thrown up if there's a spot. Sure. And it turns out that they were doing a special event, and Louis was headlining two wow. shows. And it's funny because uh, fake news: uh, Louis got heckled by one person at the Comedy Cellar, and she's right. a hero. and it's all mm-hmm. over the internet. She's getting interviewed. I, if you Google Louis C.K., it comes up a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. Louis headlines two shows last minute on a Sunday night. Seven hundred people are there cheering. And it didn't happen in Manhattan, and it doesn't fit the narrative. It's like it never happened. Mm. Even even I read an article in the New York Times by the, their comedy reporter, which is another story. Um, and he's talking about like the the Me Too movement and Louis and Aziz and all this stuff. And he literally mentions like Louis headlining in Long Island. And I clicked on the link, and I was like, oh, maybe this must be the story that was written about Louis headlining at Governors. And the link is just to the Instagram account of the comedian that opened for Louis saying she opened for Louis. Like so they mm. there was not even a story there. It's like literally like, hey, I got to open for Louis C. K. Right. So it's like it didn't even it didn't even happen. Yeah, well because people want to hear and they, they well they want to hear bad news yeah. about uh, uh people someone told me this and I can't remember who it was, but the original definition back like hundreds of years ago of the word celebrity was someone that was beautiful that they would, you know, put on display at the town square and they would give them all the nice things and everything and then they would burn them in front of everyone yeah and that is what we love to do we love to tear people down that's the better story if yeah. louis is getting heckled if louis is bombing that's what we want to hear about even though it's not what the comics want to hear about it's not what i want to hear about but it's what yeah, the general that. public wants to hear about and yeah unfortunately louis crushing in long island is just not a story yeah, and, it, and it was and like i like louis yeah. is uh, comedically he was one of my heroes i yeah. love and i actually love his yeah. clean stuff better than his dirty stuff like I, I think you could actually eliminate all his like really dirty stuff from his his like specials mm-hmm. and i don't think you lose anything i think his stuff is amazing i'm still processing how i feel about what he did and like he's still working stuff out and it wasn't like it wasn't like a plus plus material and there was some stuff that was like i'm like really you're gonna do i did yeah I you're did. gonna do a joke about you know I, oh, he, fucking your mom yeah. but um he at one point he said something and it got a groan and he goes what are you gonna do take away my birthday they already took everything from me and ah, i was like that's, that's great amazing i line. love that amazing. i i hope, I really hope that this all comes full circle and he gets to crush again in front of the world. The, like, I will, will say he, he, he will, he will be able. I to. will say to I was uncomfortable, and I, I'm sure if she thought about it, she would take it back. The host said, "Isn't this better than seeing him at Madison Square Garden?" And I'm sure that Louis C.K. doesn't think it's better that he's doing. Oh two yeah, sets. what is she saying? I get <laughs> why it, she said yeah, it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure he would rather go back to selling, yeah. you know, twenty thousand yeah. tickets at a time. Yeah, he probably took her in a room and jerked off <laughs> in front of her after <laughs> without her permission. I saw. Now alive. I'm doing it because I'm I'm accused. Do you know of it. who I am, motherfucker? <laughs> 
and just no, like no. and just Spider Man <laughs> web right in her face. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him live at the just cellar, and that yeah. was cool. And then after I got out of the show, some like news reporter like started talking to me, and I was like, "Really? I was like, what a fucking animal you are! Like <laughs> you wait for people at, after a show to bother them and like try to get some." Oh. But I was like, I'm lucky. Here's the thing: is I'm lucky because uh, he doesn't know I'm a comedian. He has no my my personal stance on this is so I'm gonna waste this guy's time so he can't talk to other people. Good. And I just had a whole conversation about nothing with him. <laughs> That's just, awesome. Just so we couldn't bother other people. Hey, you're a hero. I'm, a I'm hero. sure Louis would appreciate that. And, and it's a yeah. funny gag. He's like, "How was the show? Did you think it was uh, good?" I was like, "Hey, well, let me like, tell oh. you about my parents." I was like, "Well, you know, the seller shows are always great." He's like, yeah. "How'd you feel about seeing Louis?" I'm like, "Oh, you know, these uh, these comedians are one of the best." I was just, bother, yeah. I was just yes. bothering him, <laughs> giving him nothing, giving him nothing to work with. What's he gonna quote me on? Comedians here are one of the best. Yeah. yeah. Oh, raw. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Now again, like I, I still don't know what, how I th- think about it, but it was interesting to see him in one of his I may, maybe his first headline he said back or one of his first headline he said back. Mm. But that was definitely. I think I more I I love that room, Governor's. That club is. Unbelievable. That's in Long Island, right? Yeah, I gotta go be there tomorrow. Yeah, Listen. I gotta get, I gotta get there somehow. You'll, it'll be fine. I just don't know what to. do. From where you live to. in Queens, you could probably walk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just, don't, I have bicycle. no reason to go there. I should, I have no reason. Just I, go and say hi. To yeah, I could do that one day when I'm there. Yeah. yeah. Think about all the clubs that you show up at that you're not wanted at. Dean, it's just another <laughs> Broadway. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, Got banned for a while. Not anymore. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I should go there. My sister lives Long Island, so that'd be a good excuse to like go see her. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I just I'm going. I'm using comedy as an excuse to see my sister. Like, I by the way, Dean's sister is super hot. Yeah. <laughs> Does she look like Jasmine? Uh, no, why she, do you ask that? I don't know. Cause oh, because he looks like, like Aladdin. Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah. No, she just look, we look uh, similar, but she's a female and she's kind of whiter than me. She's like she white. is white. Oh man, that's nah, too bad. Oh, you'd like her, dude. But th- she's married. So. She's married. Yeah, everyone wants to fuck my sister. I well, I didn't say that. I know everyone tells me that they she's, do. She's really nice. I, I like she's cool. Yeah, cool person. Yeah, hot. She's <laughs> hot. She's super hot. Besides uh, aggressively chill, mm-hmm. what do you got going on, Alex? Oh, uh, honestly, I got this podcast. Keep listening. We love it. Uh, thanks for downloading and subscribing. Leave us a review on iTunes. We got a couple of new. Reviews. We got a couple of new ones, yeah. which is good. But we need some more, and our you know our ratio is good. Look, if you hate us, give us a one star. I don't give a shit. Just write a review. Let us know that you're there. Yeah, it'd be I, nice. This is my favorite podcast I've done ever. Oh come on! I'm serious. Both podcasts I've done. This is the best one of the stop. I'm serious. I had fights on both other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I had fights. You fought with the the host? With- no, it was some. I was on my. I'll just tell you this before we're done. But yeah. I had a podcast, and I was talking to some girl and. Me, her, and the host, and then we're all talking. And then this girl wouldn't shut the fuck up. Like she, the, just, get, the other guest. Yeah, she. Just, okay. it's, I don't care if you don't. If you, I mean, I get the point of a podcast is to talk. So if you want to talk, that's cool. But then she would have like really strong, aggressive opinions, and she didn't like hearing other opinions. So I said, so I said, okay. I, I, I literally told her like, okay, I heard you, and I was like, this is well, this is what I think about it. She cut me off three times to tell me what she thought again, and I said to her, I was like, is this, is this what you do? You just, you just keep talking so people can't talk back, like so that your opinion is the only one in the room. Is that what you do? And then she got so tight, and I was like, "You're really like an obnoxious human being." Oh shit! And now that's documented really forever. Real, yeah. Oh yeah. And I, now I have to like live with the fact that if I ever, if I ever get anywhere in life, listen, that's just somewhere. Listen, and, I, I think, and now you're going ice skating with her after we recorded. It's perfect. I, I was gonna say, listen, I, I think I know the podcast you were on. That shit's not going anywhere. Don't worry about it. Wow. Yeah, I hope not. And on that note. Yeah. <laughs> We support all other podcasts. Yay. It's not true. Not uh, true. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got.
Yeah. All right, guys. Well, Dean, I, thanks for coming on. Thank appreciate you. It. Thanks for having me. I'll we do love that you. Time. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.